Evening Heathens and Witches, John Norgrove. We've got Julie Norgrove here. And uh, since we normally record these literally the day before they're supposed to go out because of my irresponsibility. It's um, really both of us. Yeah. It takes a lot of time to research these things. And I mean, we do produce like, if you're watching, if you're listening to this and not watching it on YouTube, we produce like four YouTube videos a week. So. And we have day jobs. Yes. Full time. Yeah. Yeah. And other hobbies. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot. Too many hobbies to be completely Definitely fair. too many hobbies. But so, yeah. anywho. We need to just win the lotto. Yeah, so that's super fair. Have, yeah. so or get lottos. a bunch of patrons because, <laughs> um, not smooth transition, we started a Patreon we celebration did. noises. Yay. You can't hear me moving my hands back and forth We're because doing I'm jazz not hands. clapping. That's jazz psychotic. Hands. Jazz hands don't mean anything on a, a podcast. They can't hear that. They're not seeing anything. I feel like, does that mean that we need some sort of jazz hand sound? Like, you know, you have one of those, like... No. When um, I was a kid, we had those, so... these, like, keychains, and you press buttons, and they made sounds. Like, we need that, but for jazz hands. Like the dog toy? Like a clicker? No, no, it wasn't a dog toy. It's like a... It was like... It was like a tiny, like almost a remote. Oh no, you're talking like about one or two you're talking about hit, you're talking about hit clips <clears throat> where you put a little tiny, you put a little tiny no, old no. school SD card in no. there. I'm talking 10 about seconds of that sweet, sweet Backstreet Boys no, 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 jam. No. I'm talking about something way yeah. older than that. Follow us on, <laughs> follow us online. There's a lot more of this. There's a lot more of me talking about hit clips. Way older than that, like little sound that's effects. It, that's it. We're doing a, we're doing a, we're doing a, uh, we're doing a philosophize Friday on hit clips. <laughs> greatest moment in music history um but yeah so anyway i set up a patreon for us we have a patreon it's um it's uh nerd jive on patreon so look everything's by nerd jive so look up nerd jive there um if you are listening to us on uh youtube watching us on youtube hello you can see my face um and uh, don't forget to like this video comment below share subscribe ring the bell and do all that kind of stuff so now that that's out of the way because i remembered to do that at the top for freaking once um, <laughs> it is technically Valentine's Day. Uh, as had, of the day that we're recording yeah, this. Yeah, as we're recording yeah. this, right? So I'm speaking in the present tense. Um, if you're listening to this in the future, that's how time works. So, yeah, you're not here with us. But we would like you to be. What's up? Join us. Yeah. Anywho, yeah. so uh, it's Valentine's <laughs> Day, and... Um, <clears throat> We decided that the apropos thing to talk about would be something that technically has no direct relation to Valentine's Day, so vaguely. Um, Aphrodite. Yeah. I That's mean, she right. does because you know, love is love and such. But yeah. But also, no. Valentine's Day is a Hallmark holiday. Yeah. 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 So, um, Aphrodite. But if you want, we'll talk about Valentine's Day or Saint Valentine or anything like that. Just you know. Well, that that kind of deep dive stuff. I yeah. mean, we don't really celebrate Valentine's Day. Not really. No, we had hot wings. That was pretty exciting. That's the usual thing that we do on Valentine's Day. Yeah. is hot wings. Yeah. But also, we do hot wings. We listen, plenty we, of other we times. found this North Irish guy recently, and we've been <clears throat> listening to him all day. It's f quite fantastic. Um, it's mostly horror movies. Uh, yeah. On all YouTube, we've been doing today YouTube, is like horror movies, arts and crafts, and hot wings. So it's honestly our perfect Valentine's. It day. really. It's our perfect you know, it's like Valentine's horror movies, day. arts and Maybe crafts. Maybe we can't say that we don't celebrate then. We do have that a tradition. Is like it's just that our tradition involves like zero percent hearts. It just involves like or the like fires of cho hell, chocolates. Um, although we, you know, we have brownies, so there's that. Mm -hmm. Um, so it doesn't include any of the traditional stuff. But let's. <clears throat> this is a deep dive into Aphrodite. Yeah. Aphrodite deep dive. 
Yeah. So uh, part one, because there's there, there's you know there's the potential to do more. There's a ton of information. There's so much out more information about Aphrodite. If you are interested in more information, yeah. we highly recommend do research. Don't just you know don't just take my word for it. I'm I'm just an asshole on the internet. I mean, voice. you could take my word for it, but I am certainly not. Neither of uh, us are experts. And we I am not accredited. Have never claimed to be way. experts. So uh, there's yeah. so much about Aphrodite to like go over, and I'm just gonna kind of go like with a big overview, touching on a few different things, and then if we, uh, and then like later on, we can always do. Uh, you know, another one that talks more about her legends and associated myths, but this is going to kind of hit all the big pieces. So Aphrodite was worshipped as the goddess of beauty, love, but like all kinds of love, not just like romantic love, but also like love between family members, self-love, uh, faith uh, kind of love. Yeah. So all-purpose love. Um, she was also the goddess of passion and procreation. Giggity. I, uh, <laughs> she's the goddess of all kinds of love. My, I'm, I'm a man child. I can't, I can't not giggle with that. I mean, they were Greeks, so, you know. Um, it she... didn't help. It doesn't help that they were Greeks. <laughs> she... No, it does not. What's up? She was also the patron goddess of prostitutes and sex workers um, in the ancient world, especially. Uh, a goddess of the sea and uh, even worshipped as a warrior goddess all throughout Greece and into parts of uh, Egypt, actually. Yeah. Um, I mean, the warrior goddess love connection completely makes sense. Like, break a lady's heart see you don't get fucking cut so i mean you know yeah, what I'm, you know what i'm the, saying you're the what, one who said it what's what's what's, <laughs> the, what's that what's that saying about uh, a woman's scorn yeah what is that saying about a woman's scorn i don't know don't, don't mess with a woman don't fuck don't fuck with it don't fuck with it yeah <clears throat> yeah i mean that's basically aphrodite <laughs> be nice psalms twenty five fifteen. don't fuck with a woman's scorn <laughs> i don't know jesus christ <laughs> Um, but you know what I mean. So, like, I like to me, I see that connection as yeah. being like a thing. Also, not all cultures have some <clears> sort <throat> of a beef with like ladies being warriors and such. Totally. Yeah. So you know. Yeah, and like the places that she was worshipped as a warrior goddess were kind of like the places that were um, that she was either worshipped in for a longer amount of time. Older uh, than older than Greece. Uh, yeah, much older than Greece. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe not older than Greece, the place, or... <laughs> older than the landmass <laughs> Not older Greece. than the landmass, no, but, obviously. you know, older than, you know, older yeah. than the, the Greek pantheon Yeah, she's a tale of gods. oldest time. But also, they could, but also, they were in places where it was, like, much more honorable to be a warrior, like in Sparta, for instance. She sure. was worshipped for all of the love stuff, plus the war stuff. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, and her name is probably greek for shining sea foam uh they think that that's kind of the best thing there um but her name also may have originated from the etruscans uh the macedonians the semites or even some sort of indo-european hybrid word the thing is is they don't really know yeah. where her name came from uh but uh, aphrodite also has a ton of nicknames like 10 nicknames I was easily able to find. Um, and her nicknames range from Potnia, which means mistress, uh, to uh, Melanis or Skocha, uh, meaning the dark one, <clears throat> or 
uh, and this is the most popular of her nicknames, Philomedes, um, which is smile-loving or, as talked about in slang, genital-loving. Sup, smile-love. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes you need smile-love. Sometimes you need smile-love back, you know Yeah, perhaps we should give maybe some sort of age warning here. If you've got kids, why are you even listening to this yeah, podcast? Yeah, what are you doing? Around? This is already what an age-blocked podcast, <laughs> yeah. right? So I already marked a There's little gonna be is this references adult content? to sexual things. Perma-check that box. Always check that box. Most, yeah. So, yeah. so this is uh, this is a uh, warning for love-based stuff. Yeah, love-based. You know what based, we're talking about? Sexual-based um, stuff. If I say the word penis and it makes you uncomfortable, you should leave. Oh, I gotta go. Yeah. So. <laughs> we're not gonna use like a cutesy nickname. That's dumb. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's all be adults. <laughs> Seriously. The stupidest thing in the world to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> Anyways, so uh, Aphrodite, as I mentioned earlier, was also the patron goddess in uh, parts of Egypt. In particular, she was the patron of the Ptolemaic e Egyptian queens. Uh, and they ruled from about 300 BCE to about 30 BCE, which actually is Cleopatra's death. So it's very possible that Cleopatra used Aphrodite as her patron goddess. The Aphrodite... Egyptian equivalent of Aphrodite, correct? No, not even the Egyptian Or was it like the Egyptians Aphrodite. worshiping like Greek Aphrodite? Yes. Okay. Yeah. In fact, um, she was actively worshipped in see, Alexandria. Yeah. And she had lots of temples dedicated to her. And there was even a temple uh, on Philae dedicated to Aphrodite. Um, she was also worshipped kind of, sort of, like yes but no, uh, in Rome um, in the 3rd century B. BC, she actually merged really with the goddess Venus, uh, the Roman goddess Venus. And prior to this merge, the Roman goddess Venus wasn't actually associated with the same things that Aphrodite was, uh, which I think is really interesting. Mm -hmm. Venus was associated with springtime and plants and bountiful harvests and stuff like that. Very Demeter. Yeah, but, well, but you can see the connection there, right? Certainly, Between, absolutely. Like yeah. spring, the springtime, and 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 a goddess whose nickname is fucking genital love. So, <laughs> one of them. Yeah. Uh, so it's really common for people to want to use Venus and Aphrodite, Aphrodite interchangeably, sure. but because of the way that that sort of worked out in time, that actually isn't really super accurate. Well, but it is very possible that the worship of Aphrodite was so widespread in Italy during the Roman Empire that uh, they just figured, we'll just merge them all into one. Yeah, but yeah. this does come around a time where... Where, Bunch of people where, were emperor, where, where the Emperor Constantine was really turning things into what he wanted as sure, a, sure, as a, sure, as sure. religious things changed there. Um, so she, there's, you know, so she's got like a lot of names that she yeah, can go yeah. by. All right. So let's, let's, uh, let's dive into the, we're going to dive into the legend thereof and therein. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Aphrodite. So I've got to preface this by saying this is really Greek mythology and I'm going with pro for the most part, the most common um, assumptions and beliefs and things that were written about her. But also, you guys got to remember that Greek mythology is 
filled with people doing terrible things to each other. <clears throat> and I'm not really going to censor that, so just be warned, like... Yeah, it, this is Greek mythology. Greek mythology is its own but, thing. But it's also, like, you know, this is just what the mythos is, you know? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I guess I didn't make this up. I'm not glorifying or, any of that trigger stuff. Trigger warning or whatever the But fuck, right? um, there's definitely yeah. going to be some yeah. stuff about Greek mythology that modern people are just, like, horrified by. Yeah. Um, so... According to, there's really two main, like, theories, uh, or legends, that is, uh, of her. So not, not archaeological, but mythological origins. So according to Homer, uh, Aphrodite, and not the Simpsons Homer, um, Aphrodite was the daughter of Zeus and the Titan Dione, who was considered a sea goddess. Uh, but according to Hesiod, um, when Cronus severed his father's genitals to stop his torment over the land and the Titans, um, he, Cronus then tossed Uranus's genitals into the sea. And from those genitals, fully formed, Aphrodite emerged. Now I have to say, as an aside, if you're wondering who Cronus and Uranus are, um, Uranus is Zeus's grandpa. <laughs> And in Greek mythos, it's always like the son has to kill the father. So how would you say this? You would say uh, Cronus yeeted Uranus's genitals His into wang. the sea. Into the sea. And from it, Aphrodite was born, as said by Hesiod. Yeah, pretty much. That's He says something about pure white flesh also, which is super gross. So... <laughs> Yeah. Either way, she basically emerged from the sea fully grown. Like Aphrodite was never a child, always a fully grown nubile woman. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, she, la she landed, as it were, out of the sea at uh, Paphos, which is on the island of Cyprus. That's in the Mediterranean Sea in, you know, that whole area there. Um, but... Aphrodite seems to be in a lot of archaeological evidence and even comparative mythological evidence that she was an older goddess, perhaps brought by the Phoenicians to the Greeks, because um, the, her Aphrodite's sacred grove and even like statues that were found in archaeological evidence have been found as far back as the third millennium. So that's 3000 something B.C., uh, so it's possible that she's been worshipped for a way longer time <clears throat> and has sort of just generationally become Aphrodite in the way that some Greek gods actually have generations because Zeus is a lot of the same thing as Cronus, who is a lot of the same thing as Uranus, yeah, and it yeah, just sort of goes... BCE. Yeah, BCE. Uh, so... Um, yeah, she might have been a Phoenician goddess and worshipped for, like, way longer than the poets really thought that she was worshipped for. And Aphrodite was either a really generous, loving goddess or uh, who helped connect people who were in love. Like, I'm looking at you, Hippomenes, who fell in love with Atalanta. Um, or she was a vengeful goddess not to be fucked with. Sure. Still looking at you, Hippomenes. 
uh, <laughs> most of the stories are about her being vengeful are usually associated with another person, a mortal or even another God who angered or offended her based on, you know, that person's pride. And the most, really the most famous one of these stories is, um, the judgment of Paris, which actually leads to the Trojan war. There's been a ton of movies made about it. Like looking at you, Brad Pitt, uh, <laughs> so an airplane up in the sky and whatnot. Yeah, and it's way, way longer than this, but I'm going to TLDR you guys on the judgment of Paris, not the Trojan War, because that's like a whole few hours in and of itself. We can do so, a podcast just on the Trojan War. We sure we could. we start talking about ancient wars? I mean, uh, We sure up? could. So, once upon a time, Athena... And Gildalyn. Hera and uh, Aphrodite were all at a party. And all of these goddesses were like in their cups, basically, and being like, I'm the most beautiful goddess of all. And then the other one is like, no, it's me. And no, sure, it's sure, me. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. So they were like Zeus. As you do. Yeah. So Hera, his wife, Athena, his daughter, and Aphrodite, maybe his cousin uh goes up to yeah, zeus cousin, sister <laughs> sister cousin sister cousin um goes up to her and goes up to zeus and they're like zeus which one of us is the most beautiful and he was like oh hell no mm -mm. yeah i'm not getting into this so he decides Gentlemen, to let that's a trap so you he, don't so he tells him like okay well i'm gonna have this random mortal dude who's like 18 choose this guy's name is Paris. So Zeus is like, I'm going to have Paris person. choose. So Paris. <sighs> Tom Paris. Um, what I'm saying, <laughs> Tom. Tom what I'm saying, Tom Paris. Don't do that shit. Just stay on Voyager. Delta Quadrant. <laughs> way safer than Olympus. Yeah. So. It's two so, angry bitches right there. <laughs> so Paris, no relation to Voyager, uh, was like bathing in like a beautiful mountain spring. And all of a sudden, these goddesses show up. This naked dude who's like 18 in a spring yeah. and is like, I am the goddess Hera, Athena, Aphrodite. Yeah. We need you to decide which which of the three of us is the most beautiful. Yeah. And he was like, ooh, boy, like, I'm not sure. And by now, they're like, I'm, I'm assuming they're like angry drunk, right? And they're like, you have to decide. Hera is like, if you pick me, I'll give you all the power in the world. You can rule an entire continent. Athena was like... Just immediately default to blackmailing. Good job. Very fair. Right? Hashtag Greek gods follow their I mean, their but like, rules. are you surprised? Because I'm not. No. Athena was like, if you choose me, I'll give you fame and glory in battle, and I'll give you all the wisdom you want. Like, uh particularly military wisdom. Yeah. Um, and Aphrodite was like, Ayo, I'll let you marry the most beautiful girl in the world. So Paris, being a naked 18-year-old bathing in a hot spring in, in front of three incredibly beautiful goddesses, was like, of course, yeah, I want to marry the most beautiful woman in the world. So Aphrodite was like, yes! Um, Except the only problem is that the most beautiful woman in the world is Helen of Troy. You know, the face that launched a thousand ships. Yeah. She was already married to someone else. So Aphrodite had to follow through on this promise. And because Hera and Athena were pissed off at her about this previous thing, um, they decided to back the other side for a while, but also kind of and also not really. And then that's the Trojan War. Yeah. So, well, the, the <laughs> antithesis for the Trojan War, at least mythologically speaking. No, it's not the antithesis. It's the kickoff. 
Yeah, well... This is the... It's the proverbial coin flip. Yeah. You know, that NFL coin flip thing? The Super Bowl just happened recently, so... Yeah, I'm just shocked yeah. that you know that about the footballs. That's all I know about the sports You may have only remembered the coin flip That's from all I this got. thing. Yeah. That's all I got. So, um... And the... apparently there's a weird mirror room <laughs> in the background. So, just in case you ever go to a football game, if clowns are chasing you... <laughs> Don't go into the mirror room. That's where clowns get you. Don't go there. It's seen enough horror movies to know that for certain. You know? So, excuse me. Aphrodite has a lot of legends and myths associated with her. And I'm not going to get into most of those. But she had... Although we can. Like most Greek gods and, you know, famous, famous mythological Greek people. She had a lot of lovers... Yeah. And um, most commonly, it is said that she was married to Hephaestus, who's the god of fire and blacksmiths and metalworking. He so, also was disabled, uh, which is a really interesting thing for Greek mythology to have associated with it, particularly because if a baby was born and they just didn't like the way the baby looked, they would just leave it in the woods. So... <laughs> Hephaestus dodged a bullet there. Could you imagine just walking in the woods and finding a baby? What do you do? Do you <laughs> judge that baby? Maybe you leave it there? No, you got to take that baby back into town. Yeah. Then yeah. that family's got to be like, oh, that baby looks like a baby that we left back there like a couple of days ago. Oh my gosh. That would nah, be what are we going to do? <laughs> I'm just saying, it makes for some interesting, no wonder they always got into fights about shit. People were just finding yeah. and returning babies that were left in the woods. <laughs> right? <laughs> You don't know why that baby's doing there. Maybe they forgot it. Also, it's a cursed baby. What if you forgot a baby? You're not going to expect somebody to find that baby because people are used to just seeing babies in the woods. It's very crazy. Also, there's quite nothing as nightmarish as like walking through the woods at night because the hunt took a little too long and you just hear like a baby crying in the distance and you know you're several miles from town still. Yeah, that's... That's horrifying. Fucking nightmare for you. So, anyway... Uh, Aphrodite was uh, was commonly was commonly believed to be married to Hephaestus. Yeah. Uh, and the it seems a little silly to or maybe not silly, but at least surprising that they would have chosen the most beautiful to be married to a man who was like dirty and like working in the blacksmith and was I mean, also like disabled. You're like, you're like a, I mean, he's the god of fire and blacksmithing and metalwork. He's the god of like all of the things that make your life not tense he and is. dying. He is. So, so um, the story behind that is that Aphrodite showed up to Olympus like fully grown totally naked out of the sea and all the goddess and all the gods were like yo what's up girl and zeus didn't want the other gods fighting over her so he married her off fast to hephaestus who was thrilled guys he was so happy he made her all kinds of jewelry and he also made her a girdle that made her irresistible sexually to most men and i say most men because some men are gay and do not like women. Yeah. Um, it doesn't work on them, I actually obviously. read a really interesting Reddit post uh, a few years ago about this Reddit user who was like, I worship, only he's he's going by the Roman side of things, so mm-hmm. he, he worshipped uh, Venus and Vulcan, which mm-hmm. are the loose equivalents of Aphrodite and Hephaestus. And um, he was like, in my headcanon, Hephaestus, Vulcan, is the patron god of BDSM. 
And it wasn't that Aphrodite ever cheated on him, but that they were like into it. Because if you think about it, like Hephaestus is the guy who made all the stuff, yeah. like the shields and the swords yeah. and all of those things. He made those and those other gods relied on them. So it was kind of like he was conning, like long conning them basically. And maybe he was just into like, having Aphrodite go and see other people. Not that he was like a cuckold or anything, because that is a common interpretation of that, mm -hmm. but that the terms of their just, relationship They were just in like that. an open relationship. Yeah. 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 I don't see an issue with that at all. I, I like that. That makes that makes more sense than like the dude who's the god of fire and blacksmithing and metalwork is like just, just oh, I guess allowing it to happen. Well, or, I mean, why like, whatever. Because you know how some people like try to interpret sexually irresistible to men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's just because he's a nice guy, and uh, you know, like he yeah. doesn't give a shit about that stuff, which is completely fair and also pretty rational for like a Greek interpretation of these things. Yeah. you know. Yeah. So I like that. I like that idea a lot better. Yeah. Um, the second most popular one is that she was an unmarried consort of Ares. So unmarried consort being like, they're kind of just like long-term friends with benefits and like when it works, they're together and when it doesn't work, they're not together. And Ares is the god of war. Um, so it when, when you're looking at the myths associated with that, it's a very tumultuous situation. Um, she was also tied to a mortal named Anchises um, who was either a really hot goat herder or Zeus getting back at her because he was mad that she kept making all the other deities fall in love with mortals and then have mortal babies. I don't know why Zeus would be upset with this. He is the worst offender of all of them, but that's Enchises. Uh, and then really popularly Adonis, um, who was also a mortal. And Adonis is also kind of Aphrodite's surrogate son. The Greek stuff is weird. Um, so Aphrodite's got mad at Adonis's mother, and she cursed his mother mm -hmm. to before Adonis was born. That is so, she cursed his mother to lust after her own father, and after Adonis was conceived, um, and her father chased her out of the castle. Um, the gods got mad, and Zeus turned Adonis's mother into a tree. Uh, that tree gave birth to a baby, which Aphrodite went and grabbed, and then brought to Persephone in the underworld to raise. But was like, as he's growing up, she's like, he is so hot, I, I need Adonis to be with me. And Persephone is like, no, he's mine. Mm -hmm. uh, and so again, they asked Zeus to intervene. And this time he actually did something relatively fair. Um, he said that Adonis would live with Persephone for a third of the year and Aphrodite for a third of the year. And then he could choose whoever to spend the last third of the year with. And um, he chose Aphrodite. So that's really like her, her second, you know? Yeah. Uh, and uh, he was eventually killed by a boar through possibly nefarious means and died literally in her arms. Mm. Super sad, actually. Yeah. Uh, but Aphrodite not only... Uh, so Aphrodite doesn't have as long of a lover's list as some gods do. But she has some. She does have some. Yeah. Yeah, she does have some. So. All right, we're back, guys. Hey. Ooh, hey. Uh camera break so i guess this would be the halfway point where we where i'm gonna re-say 
If you're watching yeah. this on YouTube, don't forget to like this video, comment below, share, subscribe, ring the bell, do all that kind of stuff. Um, if you are listening to us on a podcast, subscribe to us, listen to the rest of our things. Uh, if you would like to see our faces, you can watch us on YouTube and talk to us there. Uh, comment below about the stuff. Let us know what you think about all this. And, um, what you know, if you have a headcanon, what your headcanon is, as it were. And... Um, if you would like to support us in the endeavors of making these YouTube videos and this podcast, then uh, you can support us over on Patreon. We are Nerd Jive everywhere. So Nerd Jive on Twitter, Nerd Jive on Instagram, Nerd Jive on Facebook, Nerd Jive on Patreon. NerdJive.com. Nerd, yeah, NerdJive.com. Just go to the website. It's yeah. easier, man. Um, but uh, thank you for listening, and let's continue with attendance. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah. And not the I'm kind here. of attendance where you, yeah, not present. Well, I mean, if we're being fair, I'm would, not super present either, but that doesn't are you ever, really fucking when count, When I was does in it? school, I would get so nervous, so anxious when it was about to be my name that was called. Oh, really? Yeah. Did I you guys have to do so something? Would you have to perform a backflip every no, no, time they called you? No, no, you just have to, like, raise your hand or say here or present or whatever. The teachers didn't like it when you said yo. I do remember that. I never said yo. That wasn't me. I, I say yo now as, like, I don't an believe any year old than I did at 16. Hey, yo, um, what's up? <laughs> no, I would get so nervous because I would Sorry, be like, dude. okay, it's almost my time. And, like, oh man what if i what if i mess up what if my like, voice doesn't work what if i like i don't know have a pen in my hand and raise my hand and the pen goes flying either way someone's I in would, here someone's in here i would super stress out over the oh my god no no yeah i was the exact opposite i'm gonna be honest i i don't i don't really even know if i super participate in those I definitely I don't really did. super participate in a lot of stuff, so yeah. <laughs> it's just not necessary, guys. We we all worry about too much stuff. You know what? Worry about less stuff, man. So yeah. that's Shit. not the kind of attendance. But um, we are both here. So yeah, if you're we here, are both here. Please, you're here. Say here. If you're driving in a car, please leave your hands on the wheel when you say here. Just, <laughs> I don't need you raising your hand getting in an accident. That's not what's happening. Oh, man. Uh, You're trying to first. kill off one of our two listeners? Perhaps no, I'm both not. Of our, two listeners? our singular YouTube listener <laughs> and our singular uh, podcast stream <laughs> listener. What is up? Hopefully this got fed to whatever your streaming app is. I'm going to be honest. I have no fucking clue. So, anyways, um, <laughs> much like fancy ladies throughout time. Much ado like fancy um, ladies. Aphrodite had a bunch of people that kind of hung out with her and like followed her around and like locally helped crew. her. Yeah, she had like she didn't even have a crew, dude. She had like a like a posse. She had like a she crew, had like posse army. Listen, really, we're just talking three, five, it, and nine. It was like an army. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So she was. So her attendants are sometimes her children, sometimes not. Um, but I'm just going to run through these real quick, uh, because this is a surprisingly long list and I definitely left some out. We'll go, we'll go back and forth. You read the first one, then I'll read the second one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's, let's so do this. Let's see, let's see was, what I can do. Cause I didn't so read these. She notes was yet. attended. Yeah. He has no idea what I'm about to talk I'm, about. Yeah. So no. she was attended by the erotes and the, uh, one of them, there's four of them. One of them was Himeros, the God of desire and unrequited love. Okay, so, and then, also, come on, man, the god of, the god of elotes? Uh, Pothos, <laughs> the god of longing and yearning. Yeah. And Teros, the god of requited love, the punisher of those who scorn the advances of others. I'm actually going to take this next one, too. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> 
And Teros is the god of requited love. Requited love. So unrequited being when you love someone and they don't love you back. Yeah, okay, so but he's requited. the god of love that both participants are involved in. Mm-hmm. But he's also the punisher of those who scorn the advances of others. Yeah. But, like, if you're in requited love <laughs> and f fucking Dylan over here starts hitting on you and then you're like, hey, ooh, Dylan, I don't know about that. Are you going to get hate from this motherfucker supposed to be patron saint of your requited <laughs> love? You see yes. how confusing this is? I'm just saying. I'm not here to judge. I'm just saying, what about Dylan? <laughs> Where is, am I getting yeah. punished for this? Is Dylan getting punished for this? Yeah. What's happening right now? Yeah. So <laughs> the last of the Erotes was also Eros, who's otherwise known by Cupid, and who basically is all of those tiny little cherubic babies. That's where that all comes from. I'm sorry. Eros is the god of lust and sexual he desire. He is a tiny cherubic baby. Yes, with wings. Okay. Okay, because you said all of them, and so in my yeah. mind, what he was I the first. what I no 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 if if he's all of them, then no. it's a hive mind thing. <laughs> like all the tiny babies are seeing and knowing what all the other <laughs> tiny flying babies are seeing and knowing. I mean, and maybe. that is fucking horrifying. I mean, to that me. is possible. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of tiny cherubic babies. Somebody don't in, steal like, this idea. I'm gonna things. write the horror story. Of a herd of cupids, <laughs> just a shitty. It's gonna be called hashtag Cupid, shitty <laughs> Valentine's Day horror movie. You're <laughs> the cupids, all are part of a hive mind. So Eros, called Eros. Cupid, got it. Was the god of lust yeah. and sexual desire. So I want you to remember that every time you see a little cherub somewhere, that yeah. they didn't start the baby, out that the way. baby was a horn dog. Yeah, so um, Eros was either a primordial Greek god, meaning like predating the Zeus pantheon, yeah, or he was the child of Aphrodite and Ares, yeah. or the child of Aphrodite and Uranus, whose 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 junk she morphed out of, um, depending on the Did time. Did he grow his junk? I, I, it's it, you don't you don't know. It's Greek mythology, man. Mm. Uh, I want to know that. And it really depends on the <laughs> source, but also the time in which they were being worshipped. Um, so I'll have you take the next one. Okay. So uh, this is uh, the Charities. Yeah. Uh, Ag Agalea. Aglaea. Aglaea. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Aglaea, which is the uh, charity of splendor. Mm-hmm. Uh, boy, you gave me you gave me an unkind one. I, I feel scorned. Purpose. Thank you. Um, Euphro sign. You, wow, fuck you. Euphro sign the the charity of joy and Thalia the charity of abundance. Yeah, the Hore, also known as the Hours. I don't know why they were called that. Uh, Eunomia, Law and Order. <sighs> no. Dike, Justice, and Irene, Peace. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Unomia is just like you trying to get out of some shit with a motherfucker that like definitely knows you who you were like, hey, what's up? And he was just like, what do you mean, what's up? And you're just like, you know me, I, it's cool. We're cool. We, oh my God. We're friends. We were in lit with, with Miss What's Her Name last year. Oh, Jesus. That's I your dad joke said, for hey. the day. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Harmonia uh, or Harmony who is uh, so Aphrodite's child by way of Ares. Yeah. So Harmony is the offspring of war and love. Yeah. Yeah, I'll yeah. accept that, sure. Uh, Hebe, 
which is which is the goddess of youth, and Afro, uh, Aphroditus, who is depicted as having the clothing and body as a, of a woman, who is lifting up her dress to show a fully erect dick and balls. Um, Aphroditus was later turned into Hermaphroditus, um, and statues of him are Aphroditus. Um, no. Uh, Aphroditus. Uh, and statues of him are thought to bring good luck and to ward off the evil eye. Must be that wiener. Is it... Uh, okay, so it's just like it's just like a dude showing you it's, his junk, it's but Aphrodite, he's wearing, like, lady stuff. Like, lady that clothes. has man bits. But it's a clear, definitive difference between Aphrodite. They are not the same person. No, I get that they're not the same person. Yeah. But... I guess, well, depicted as having the clothing. Oh, and body. Okay, that's the part that I was wondering about. Yeah. I was like, is this just like a like a statue of a flasher from New York you're putting on your altar? Or is it like, uh, <laughs> does, does Aphrodite got boobies? And that makes sense. Because of the hermaphroditus part. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, um, wow, that is just... Hi, Mayos, I'm not doing this on purpose. <laughs> she is, guys. I mean, hi, Mayos is entirely a plausible way to say that. There are 48 vowels in that word, but sure. Yeah. Um, Hymaeus, uh, god of marriage ceremonies, and uh, uh, her child. So, okay, so uh, Aphrodite's child with Dionysus, uh, who's the god of grapes and such. Wine and debauchery. Yeah, wine and debauchery. Yeah. Grapes and it's such. It's also you, thought... Okay, listen, I'm, I'm right now, I'm going to interrupt this. I am playing Hades right now on Steam. I fucking <laughs> love this game so much. It is so much fun fucking get this game. It was also, like, incredibly inexpensive. I'm actually going to rebuy it on the Switch so I can play it, you know, on the road or whatever. But um, sometimes I don't want to, like, have to log in to play a game on my computer. It's, like, more work. I'm lazy. Um, but um, I, first of all, I love... Aphrodite that they have depicted in the game is badass. Yeah. Um, but um, uh, Dionysus is like my boy yeah. in the game. So I love all of his Dionysus, stuff and I love his like vibe in the game. Yeah. And I love his vibe as a general rule is just like drunken debauchery. Hey, I often call myself the drunk fairy. It's, yeah, that is like true. way more often than I probably logically should. But it, it's just because I'm the guy that's like, hey, we should go have a drink. Or like when we're at a, like when, you know, we're done with a beer fest and I'm just like, let's all go back to my place and have a drink. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, just. Yeah. So, I mean. Drink debauchery. I think of Jaimeos as being like the god of like wild parties about love so i love that aphrodite the goddess of love and dionysus the god of debauchery created the god of marriage ceremonies it's fantastic i mean uh i'm i'm just i don't know about if you're out there your marriage ceremony but um let me tell you what our marriage ceremony uh whole ass the goddess of love and the goddess of drunken and hymeos was definitely there that's yeah. how ours was it, it was that was so, a um, fucking party dude she also was attended by pytho um who was the goddess of seduction and also persuasion got it um it's purple he's a purple guy he's played by he's played by a brit uh and then phobos the god of fear and panic and doimos demos demos Dwimos. <laughs> just adding extra vowels in there. Man, this is like a lot of beers in. The god of dread, 
And Terra, uh, God, I imagine yeah, Dwaymos yeah. is Deimos. Yeah, I, I'm just I'm I got Dwayne the Rock Johnson in my head, so no, that's what I'm no, thinking about. No, is Dwaymos the god of dread and terror? Very fair. He's a huge guy. He's <laughs> fucking nightmare fuel. I love him to death. Yeah, but he's terrifying. If he's like, do it, you're like, ah, mm, yeah, I'm gonna not get punched by the Hulk. Fucking obviously. Um, and uh, thought to be the children of her and Ares. Yeah. So it would be, let's say, love and war is fear and panic. Very fair. Uh, and dread and terror. Also very fair. Very fair. <laughs> Listen, it's not these these gods. She should have she should have forested those kids. I'm just saying. Yeah. We could have had a lot less war based <laughs> fear and panic and dread around our loved ones, which on it I'm I would be very happy about. So yeah. Yeah. So Fuck the last kids. of her most important attendants was Priapus. And Priapus is the god of male virility of fruit plants and yep. gardens. Yep. And he's the um, god of boners and things and, that also and, look like and, boners. And Priapus is Aphrodite's son, but it's unclear who her father is. It could be one of literally any of four oh, other Prius different is a, Greek gods. Priapus. Priapus is a is a lady god. Nope, it's a male god. Oh, so, I, I thought you said her. That's why no, I was no, no, just no, no, like, no. oh, it's a lady so god? So Aphrodite and we don't know who fathered Priapus. Okay. So th the story goes that while Aphrodite was pregnant with Priapus, Hera got mad at her and rubbed a potion on Aphrodite's belly. Hera getting mad about everything, dog. To ensure that the child would be hideous. She did this while Aphrodite was sleeping. So when, okay. when Priapus was born... Okay. You're trying to tell me right now. <laughs> the story for this is that Hera was just choosing to be a bitch. Yeah. And just rubbed the ugly cream on Aphrodite's <laughs> pregnant belly while she's slept. Yeah. That is that is some fucking <laughs> messed up ant shit. Right? Well, because they would be if she was there is Zeus's cousin. So they're like cousin-in-laws. They could, they're like sister cousins. Because like technically Hera is also his sibling. So they're like so, sister... Yeah. yeah. That's just some like... So, that's some fucked up sister rivalry <laughs> shit. So, it's just like, you're gonna have an ugly baby. Ha ha, bitch! That's not nice. That's not so nice at all. When the baby was born, Aphrodite was horrified to see that this child was in fact ugly. Priapus not nice. had... Love your children, even if they're ugly. Priapus, infant Priapus. Infant yeah. Priapus had a pot belly a huge tongue and was born with a massive permanently erect penis. This is a baby. Okay. <laughs> what is a huge tongue? Is it just like always sticking out of the mouth or is this thing uh, just like... Uh, yes, he was always uh, depicted as like his tongue out of his mouth like in a very kiss fashion. Ah, like a... Yeah. Like a 80s hair metal snake tongue. Mm -hmm. Just always sticking mm -hmm. out. So Aphrodite was and horrified. And like a little pot belly. Yeah. And a giant erect penis. Like, every source that I looked at that's, was just that's like... That's fucking horrifying. This erect penis on this baby Priapus was huge, guys. Okay, so Aphrodite was horrified. I imagine Fair. somewhere Hera is like cackling into her hands. Yeah. Um, and Hera's Aphrodite like, oh, really sucks about does what... <laughs> yeah, Aphrodite does what every parent in Greece did that had an ugly child, according to myth, which is leave the baby in a forest. Sometimes you gotta forest the <laughs> baby, I guess. That's what so, I'm learning from today. a herdsman found the baby. Sure, yeah. And raised the baby. Yeah. 
I just I want you to think about finding what were we, what were uh, we just talking, <laughs> we were about? Just talking about? I was this. just talking um, about this. We got to worry about finding babies in the woods yeah. because of all these motherfuckers and now leaving you babies have to in worry woods. about finding babies with a huge tongue, a pot belly, and a giant, fully erect penis, like Ron Jeremy level of erect penis. This is this is my thinking: is that this 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 herdsman, like a like a sheep escaped or whatever the fuck the Greeks, the Greek equivalent of a sheep was. I don't know if they were using sheep. In my mind, it's <laughs> it like a, sheep. it's like a, it's, sheep. Well, in my mind, it's like a giant modern genetically engineered American sheep, you know, those just monstrosities oh my God. of, 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 of They threat. definitely had but, sheep. Well, you know what I'm talking about, like the big sheep. I don't know if they had like a different type of sheep. You know how like sheep in Scotland are different than sheep here? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just okay. want to know what okay. kind of sheep. In my mind, it's an American I know sheep. You. I don't know. It's maybe one of those sleep center sheeps. You know what I'm talking about? Fuck those sheeps. <laughs> You know exactly the shape of a sheep I'm talking about when I say that, by the way. Yeah. But in my mind, one of those one of those fucks ran off, and he's like, ah, I'm going to chase it down, and he chased it down, and he saw this baby, and he was just like, listen, I want to leave this baby behind, because I don't have time for this fucking baby, but nobody's going to believe that I saw this baby <laughs> if they're like, oh, man, I ran into a baby in the woods, and they're like, ah, oh, everybody runs into babies in the woods, guys. I don't know who's leaving all these fucking babies in the woods. Should have a town meeting about it, maybe, but like whatever. And you're like, no, 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 no. It wasn't a regular baby. Think of this baby. It was a very weird looking baby. Big snake tongue coming out of its mouth, pot belly, huge erect penis. And his friends at the at the like pub or whatever were like, no, no, that, that, that's that's you described three things that babies don't have. So no, we don't believe that. So you have to bring it home so you can be like, hey guys, I found a baby in the woods. Let me describe how it looked, and then you describe it, and they're like, that doesn't make any sense. And you're like, Brenda, bring in the baby. And she brings in the baby, and they're like, wow, that yeah, is yeah. aggressive. So, so not only did he bring this baby home he had to. and it's raise the, only way the baby, would believe him. but he also learned as Priapus aged, and I don't know that he ever became not the shape of a baby, just larger, just sized up. You know, you take the you take the thing in the Photoshop to size it up. Wow, yeah. that sounded that was awful. Enhanced. That was very progressive auto or progressive insurance commercial of me. Um, and yeah. and the herdsman later found that Priapus, this baby, could use his massive penis to aid the growth of plants. I don't know what that means, and I don't like what that means. I don't know what it means either. Nor do Does I like Priapus what it have means. Wings? Is he one of them flying babies? Uh, Is he part of the hive mind? I, I don't believe of that Cupid. I, I don't believe that he has um, that he wings. has wings. Maybe he just has access to the hive mind. Maybe he's like a disconnected Borg. What you know about um, Star Trek Voyager? We're like bringing maybe, it back. maybe. Um, I had to save that one for last uh, because that was just that was just too good. Yeah. Yeah. So that is the myths and legends uh, of Aphrodite. She has a her bunch of other children, and too, and some other lovers that I just, I mean, there's so many of yeah. them. These Greek gods, they were really horny. If her um, favorite child lover, attendant, or legend we didn't cover, comment below. Maybe uh, DM us on um, so how social media. Yeah, if one. you want to hear me tell a Greek mythology tale, hit me up because I know most of them. Yeah, um, we'll just do that, dude. We'll do like Greek myth hour. Yeah. So um, Aphrodite's main festival was Aphrodisia, 
And it was actually What's celebrated that? for, it was a three-day long festival. Most most festivals were like three days. Yeah. You know, you'd, you'd get in in the evening and you'd start partying after dinner and then you'd have a whole day of debauch partying and then the next morning you're kind of like done, but like after party, like, oh, friend me on Facebook. Sounds Except like for a beer the, fest or a music yeah. fest or an outdoor fest. Or exactly. So it, like was, uh, all of the yeah, so it was like a standard three-day festival. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it was celebrated in late July or early August. The yeah. dates kind of morphed around. Aphrodisia sounds like a, like a techno laser sort of festival. You know I mean, saying? all I can think of is aphrodisiacs, and I'm just like, man, it's been a while since I've had oysters. And then I'm like, oh, man, we don't really have any chocolate in this house. So that's well, really the problem. Well, we ran out of chocolate, and... Um, we, we did, and... The last time we bought oysters, we bought, like, a buttload, but we also ate, like, all of them immediately, didn't we? Oh, I was so full from oysters. Yeah. Anyway, this festival... They just don't last very long. Was, no. Was well, her... we also get them, like, hyper-fresh. Yeah, so. we do. Um, this festival living. was celebrated for three days in late July and early August, and it kicked off by sacrificing a dove, which is a sacred animal to Aphrodite, to purify the altar. Mm -hmm. However... No other bloody sacrifices were allowed during this festival, which is abnormal because yeah. most festivals, particularly in ancient dove. times, had had bloody doves. sacrifices. And when I say bloody, again, we talked about this in our Yule episode. We're looking at a sacrifice where an animal is killed to honor a god or a being of some sort and really you know it wasn't killing them in in waste you know it was generally killing them in a very humane way and then they would um yeah well, okay and then they would dress the well, animal and they would eat the animal if 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 you are not cool with killing animals let's 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 fucking tiny tiny font bottom screen this real quick um like, if you're not cool with killing animals, don't kill animals. Jesus yeah, totally. Like, you don't, definitely up. don't need to also, do that. Also, I'm not saying that you need to kill an animal to make a sacrifice, right? If you're eating a hamburger, a cow was already killed. That's how hamburgers made. If you if you don't know that, you're too young to be on this podcast. You should leave, please. Jesus Christ. Um, but, um, uh, but you can still eat a hamburger, and the death of that animal for you can be for the thing that you, yes. you know, that, that you're sacrificing yeah. it yeah. for. And when you really think about, like, like let's apply right now today logic, right? Like, I, I know that it's sort of, like, uh, socially appropriate to assume that old-timey people were barbaric, which is, I think, um, uncalled for and unkind. But um, when you look at, like, if you apply modern logic to this, if um, I'm raising chickens and i decide to have a dope party um with friends and shit i have to feed them which means that i would have to kill some of my chickens that i'm raising <clears throat> so if we're already having like a dope party for aphrodite hey we're having an aphrodite party you want to come to my aphrodite party um i would be killing those chickens anyway so i can feed everybody coming to my party mm -hmm. So why not make those killing chickens? So you see yeah. how it takes something that like a, like modernly, and I understand that like for those of us that are like in the know, I'm a hundred percent saying shit that is already obvious. But um, you know, for clarification's sake and for logic's sake, often something like a, a herd animal or food animal sacrifice um, was because that thing was already gonna be eight tonight. 
or prepared in some particular and, and special manner. Yeah. So it all sort of collates into like a nice uniform ritual that yeah. nowadays we talk about, but back then was just the mode and logic of practice. Yeah. You couldn't go to Safeway the day before your sweet Aphrodite party in fucking 60 BCE to pick up some pork yeah. or whatever but the fuck. That right? was you had to make pork chops to prohibit other well, sacrifices. For, for her to do something time. less would would indicate clearly that it was like a um to, for me at least it indicates that it was a a a meat free party it very well may have been or you know? just included yeah, but it could have also i was gonna say it could also like be that. like a fish party yeah like they don't count i guess um, i don't know i love fish i don't know but so they don't count, I guess. um worshipers would um would cleanse they, they would bring to the temple their images of aphrodite and also actually patho and sometimes but less commonly some of her other attendants if you wanted to be in their favor mm -hmm. uh, and you would cleanse them in the waters uh, near the temple um, for, you know, luck and whatnot for the next year. Uh, Worshippers brought offerings with them as well. They brought offerings of fire. I do not know what that means. They just brought fire. They're just like firebenders showing up to a party. Well, offerings for fire? Offerings of fire. Maybe they brought, like, kindling. I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's it's unclear. Or wood. It's unclear. I mean, listen, so she's the goddess of love. Maybe brought... they just brought wood. <laughs> I'm just no, saying. No, you already used your dad joke. They brought wood. I'm, I'm, it's second dad joke. Hashtag free the dad jokes. No, I actually no, hate no, dad no, jokes. No, no. Okay. But I'm good at them. So they brought offerings of fire, yeah. of flowers, of incense, and they also brought white male goats. Um, that is a, a, a thing that was associated with Aphrodite. Um, and in return, by the priestesses, or the priests, because some were boys too, um, they were given sea salt and bread baked in the shape of a phallus. Um, and her priestesses also engaged in, in ritual or sacred prostitution. And, um, it's very pos you know, possible that this was like a sexy time. Oh, like of, an orgy party. Yeah. Like a big orgy party. Big orgy party. Yeah. Uh, okay. So that was, uh, are we, oh, that was ancient worship. Uh, next up we got modern worship. Yep. We're back. Transition. Uh, That's right. Whatever. Next bit. Let's go. So, um, <laughs> in in more in more modern times, there's actually not a whole lot written about how Aphrodite is worshipped. So it's not like Modernly. she was. Yeah, it's not like Aphrodite was worshipped in ancient Greece and Rome and that time, and then just like stopped being worshipped by like around like like 4 AD like that's right around the time of um of the Christianization of Europe and the Mediterranean so it's likely that she was still worshipped in between and a lot of that stuff was just sort of like scrubbed yeah. uh, well the beginning of that push yeah for the unification of religion and and and, and that sort of process began um, but yeah, it's, and you know what, to be completely fair, this is the case for a lot of, of, um, esoteric, heathenry, witchy, uh, you know, otherly sort of practices is that, um, 
for a long time it went so underground um, as to basically have no mm-hmm. record of of who done it. Yep. But the way that I look at it is that uh, we're talking about her, and so like that's proof that yeah. the whole time there was like we didn't rediscover. This isn't like some new shit. Yeah, we just yeah. learned about. This is some shit we done. Well, been and there were about, some you know? ways that the church modified Aphrodite's image to make it more yeah. like. PC for the church, yeah. primarily turning sex, her drugs and a little rock closer and roll. to like Mary, not Mary Magdalene either, like Mother Mary. Yeah, um, you know. So there's there's some ways that that happened there. There was a lot of paintings of her during the Renaissance, so there had to have been something happening there. But um, there's not Hot a whole statues. lot written That's in general happening. until like the 20th century. Yeah. So in the 20th century. A guy who was an immigrant from Russia came to America and founded the Church of Aphrodite. This isn't as based on traditional um, Aphrodite worship as you would think it was. I don't know if it still exists, but um, and I'm sure it probably does, just not in a very, like, you know, pervasive Is the Church of Aphrodite still around? Um, I'm going to say not really. There's probably, there are probably some practitioners out there. I imagine it's going through a bit of a revival in the last, like, 10 or 15 years. Sure, as but, um, these things have gotten more yeah, mainstream. Yeah. Aphrodite you know? mostly has become very popular in Wicca, um, the specifically the religion of Wicca, uh, where she is um, sometimes considered an aspect or a part of the greater mother goddess um, uh, thing there. She's frequently invoked for love, for romance, emotions, creativity, art, sexuality. Uh, and Wicca became popular in the late 20th century. Choke on the word sexuality? <laughs> I had to cough anyway. She was like, it was so it was- sexual I couldn't handle it. Woo! Yeah. Uh, and um, and in Wicca, it is not really talked about her her previous her ancient um, connections to being a warrior goddess. It's all it's all love and beauty and and art and uh, mm-hmm. and and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So she's very popular there. And of course, um, within the Hellenistic tradition, which has been getting a lot of people coming to it within the last like 10 years um she's a critical goddess there because she's one of the pantheon of the 12 big like greek gods and goddesses Mm -hmm. um so there's the the thing about it is is you can kind of take whatever you want out of how she was worshipped then how she's worshipped now and do what you you want with it at any point in time you can take whatever you want for for any of this stuff i I feel like if anything that's one of those points that you can get, especially from a deep dive into Aphrodite like this, when we're, and I know we're just, we're glancing the surface of like a bunch of shit, right? But, um, like, it's sort of the observation collapses the waveform yeah. thing that I, you know, speak of often. But, um, like, you can always just sort of take from it what you want and, and you know, appreciate what you want and, you know, respect everybody everybody's practices. And you can let's also be, make assholes. stuff up. Yeah, um, this, is, because... this is an asshole-free zone. I'm the only one that's allowed to be an asshole. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Uh, you know, you can always make things up, too, because, like, at some point, someone made all of this stuff up about her. Well, yeah. 
well, and then or, or, or at told least other people about the it. The laws of the of... phone game. I mean, we played the phone game. We've all done this. And that was with like 12 people. And that was like maybe five yeah. minutes. Uh, let's imagine several hundred million people and several thousand years. Why? It's not gonna. It's not gonna be you know dead on. So if you yeah. feel away, like feel away. If you if if an expert or or a practitioner or or hell a friend or whatever the heck are are you know make you feel more comfortable, you're just like yeah you know I know that this is. Not as commonly practiced. It's just like, you know, speaking about, like, leaving behind the herb warrior side in a lot of practice. Like, if you want to respect her without a warrior side, then, like, that's what's up. And if you want to respect her with a warrior side, then, like, yeah, that's what's up, you know? Like, you know, everybody's got to have their own yeah. belief in that. And, and I think that that's where, like, sort of the crux of a lot of what we're doing here... Um, especially with regard to this podcast and the community that we're trying to build. Um, community push. But um, is that we sort of all accept the fact that, like, not all of us are going to be the exact same person all the time. That would be crazy. So, like, we have differences mm -hmm. of opinion and we yeah. got to respect those things. But, uh... Yeah, so... Again, tiny words aside. Go. <laughs> So I have been really interested in Greek legends and myths since I was a kid. In since fact, forever. Yeah, yes. since for, since my whole life, and um, I even have like m almost full sleeve tattoos, and half of it is basically dedicated to Greek mythos. Uh, I don't have an Aphrodite tattoo, although I do plan on one, which is a fun fact. But um, you know, I started working with Aphrodite as a patron god like a like a little bit over a year year and a half ago mm -hmm. something like that mm -hmm. I just I felt like I needed some love in my life I felt like I needed some self-love and some confidence in my life and um, especially because we've been you know working from home for a while because of the apocalypse that's happening um, you know it's it's different when you when you get up every day and you have like a beauty and like self-care routine and then all of a sudden like you're just not doing it it hurts hurts your mental health um so i started um patron matronizing patronizing mm. I, don't, I don't think that there's gender to the word patron i don't know i mean i well, feel like there I definitely mean, is when i say the word patron yeah patr yeah, yeah patron but, but, is, but, is father but i don't um, know that when you say patronize you specifically mean it father just, worship <laughs> That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so um, I started working with Aphrodite like a little yeah, bit uh, before the apocalypses um, started happening. And um, I, feel like I that sounds with, derogatory. I feel like it does I feel like too. matronizing sounds derogatory. Do you think matronizing sounds derogatory? It yeah. does to my ears, and I don't know why, well, but it seems disrespectful. Patronizing sounds derogatory as well because you're patronizing someone. Oh, patronizing you. You know, like Star Wars Episode Seven patronizing i don't i don't know i don't know i don't know what she's talking about right now um, whatever guys. either anyways i don't know whatever worshiping so i uh, so i work Given with aphrodite in uh, meditation 
and in uh, specifically meditation, like and ritual baths, <clears throat> um, and like meditative, a, meditative baths. baths, and like a like a beauty ritual and I have jewelry that I wear that that reminds me of her that I wear every day and I also um, actually made my own little Aphrodite sculpture for my altar and uh, I will post that on my social media so you guys can check that out as well I'm very proud of it um, and she has like a little home with like a bunch of little tchotchkes on the altar and um, <clears throat> I will say a lot of people wonder how to work with the deity and I'm not going to go super deep into it on this we'll do a deep dive another time but basically I went to a meditative state and called out to Aphrodite and she came to me and I asked her for help with confidence and loving myself and feeling beautiful. And she basically was like, all right, dope, I'll help you out. But like, here's what you have to do. And um, you got to keep doing it. And I like, it, she wanted me to like look in the mirror at myself. And every time I look in the mirror, think about how beautiful I am. And I did that for like a day or two. Um, you know, cause you got a mirror in the bathroom. So every time you walk into the bathroom, look yourself in the mirror, think about how beautiful you are. Right. So I did that for like a couple of days and then I like fell off of the track and, um, I went a couple of days later into, you know, did some more meditation and called out to her and she was like, I'm not going to deal with you. You haven't done the thing I told you to do. So then I started actually doing the work. So that's the thing about working with a deity and not just Aphrodite, but um, also oh, Aphrodite the, oh, is deity work. they, yeah. if you're oh, asking them work. for help. If you want to, if you want to fucking own an old car, it takes the oh. work of you working on that car. I mean, yeah. like, let's be real. All of life <clears throat> is doing work. It's the life part of life. But like, yeah, like you gotta, you know, do the you gotta do, do the, the things. You gotta follow. You gotta yeah. follow the things. You yeah, know? that is the TLDR of working with a with a deity or a being like that. Is if you want their help with something and they tell you what to do or they tell you that they want something in return, which generally shouldn't be negative, by the way, um, then you gotta do it. Yeah, Otherwise, they're gonna be upset with you. But they're not gonna like burn down your house or cause you to lust after your father, you know, or anything yeah, like that. Weird. Like, no. come on, guys, no, it's no, not no, like no, that. No, no, so, no. Those, so that's a basic of what I do. But I also put together um, some spells about Aphrodite, and I'm gonna go ahead and share these with you real quick. And in the spells that I've got two of them for you that I'm about ready to go over there. Um, I do mention things that are correspondences for Aphrodite. I'm going to talk about my favorite thing, the correspondences last. So um, don't worry. We haven't already talked about that. I don't expect you to necessarily just know that. So there's a ritual bath spell. Um, and for all of these spells that I do, they're always very general purpose. So you can take this and you can put this in whatever context you want. So maybe Aphrodite isn't your jam, but you're really into like Artemis or Isis or somebody well, else. You can take these same concepts you're and just put them in a different place. Throwing it at Aphrodite or you're throwing <clears throat> it at Aphrodite because you want to build up some confidence. Listen, I'm, I'm just going to put this out here. Every time you're near a mirror, you should look at yourself, and you should appreciate yourself. Just don't... You should never be putting yourself down. Don't put yourself down. Yeah. Other people are going to put you down. People are people are butts. Don't fuck those guys. <laughs> right? They're just butts. 
So, like, you should be the one to build you up. That's just a, this is yeah, a separate thing. Yeah. I just had to say that because <clears throat> so, I don't I don't like the self-deprecation <clears throat> thing. Like, we gotta, we gotta so hold ourselves So, I'm not going to say but, it's a spell specifically for this or that because everybody well, comes a, to a deity a for a different reason. It's a spell at Aphrodite. And it's yeah. for whatever reason. And, and, you know, and that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it can be for other gods, right? You can translate it linearly to the other people. But also... It can be whether it's for the warrior side of Aphrodite or yeah. the matron side of Aphrodite yeah. or the like, like maybe you just want to like up, like just be like 10% hotter or something. Yeah. Or maybe you it just want to be do for like, like really hey, good listen, sculptures of naked ladies. I plan on going to the club later. I gotta, I gotta hot up. Give me, yeah. give me plus 10 to hotness. Yeah. You know, so then you do this spell. You take a bath, roll so... a dice, get 18, <laughs> make money. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> so you can do this either as a ritual bath or a shower. Not everybody is able to take a bath. Um, so if you can't do a bath to. or you don't want to, you can do this in the shower as well with just some slight modifications. So first of all, you're going to collect some items from the correspondence list for Aphrodite. You know, so like... you flowers and plants and stones and whatever. I'll we'll go, go over, over correspondences. So, Wait, gra so grab some items from the correspondences list. You don't gotta go crazy and go shopping, just like whatever you seem to have around the house. <clears throat> Find some music that relaxes you. Personally, I like um, chill synth, synth wave. Yeah, dude. It's my favorite. It's that Astral 80s, Throb. That, that 80s synthwave shit is fire. Astral Throb is Astral my favorite. Astral Throb is gangster. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So, um, you know, find some music that relaxes you. And if you can't really think of music or if you think that listening to music, like, with words is going to be distracting, find, like, some ambient ocean sounds, you know, because she's, like, a sea goddess. Um, and uh, carve out some time where you won't be disturbed. You don't need to take a necessarily long time here. Like, however long you normally take in the bath or shower will do for this you don't have to go and make a special deal for it unless you want to and in that case get it yeah do, do girl you. or boy yeah do or you they. person <clears throat> so put your music on light some candles if you're gonna be in the bath don't light some candles if you're in the shower because you can't see that anyway you might burn the place down um dim the lights you know get some ambient lighting or like or like every episode we have to like talk fiercely, about fiercely lighting a candle in a shower just angrily with a <laughs> No, torch. every episode we basically end up talking about fire fire safety. Be uh, safe with <laughs> be fire! Safe with fire. Yeah. Oh my god, please so, um, be you know, safe with fire. Light some candles or dim the lights. It's crazy that I'm the one that's um, so Light safe. some incense or spray like some perfume and air freshener. You want to create like an ambiance, you know, yeah. and then draw your bath or your shower, whatever temperature you prefer, because it's really about you and being comfortable. Then it's like Aphrodite only takes baths that are 90 degrees Fahrenheit. Like yeah. that seems, first of all, like a really cold bath, but, um, <laughs> Hot tub's 107. Or something like that, yeah. So, and then ease in. So now you're in the bath or you're in the shower. Man. You've got your ambiance going. And with each breath in, let your mind clear and let your body relax. And we're going to talk a little bit about the meditation practice now just as part of the spell. But we'll do a deep dive for meditation later because we both meditate in wildly different ways. Very and, different ways. And, and there's a lot. And a lot yeah, of people don't know. And we've both been meditating know, for a long time, yeah, right? And a yeah. lot of people don't know how to meditate. So this is or specifically feel like with you have this to meditate spell. in a specific way and it's never yeah. really worked out so for you. So for this spell, right use this method. Um, but if this doesn't work for you, use whatever meditation 
and method you want. You can kind of figure it out and sort of right. modify. Yeah. So with each breath, let your mind clear and let your body relax. Imagine yourself breathing in whatever colors associated with Aphrodite you feel most connected to in that moment. Maybe it's the color of the sea. Maybe it's pink. Maybe it's like a pearlescent color or gold. Imagine yourself breathing it in through your nose and having that color permeate your whole body. And when you breathe out, imagine you're breathing out a color that in that moment you would see as being waste. Um, that is negativity, like leaving your body. And that doesn't mean you can't like that color. Like sometimes I feel like the color of waste is brown and I like the color brown in general, but in that moment to me, it feels like the thing that my body doesn't yeah. need. So breathe out whatever color that is. And as you're breathing in and breathing out, at first just focus on the colors leaving and then once you've kind of got that down and your your mind is clear you're relaxed you're breathing in you're breathing out imagine that you're breathing in the the aspects of Aphrodite that you want to embody and those are filling you and those are lighting you up inside and imagine that you're breathing out the things that make it so that you feel like you can't do that so if you want to patron Aphrodite for um, for self-love and not like <laughs> giggity sex love but <laughs> but like the kind of love where you love yourself more um, you know you value yourself more imagine that you're breathing in that color and you're seeing the ways that you value yourself you're thinking about the things about you that are really great that people say that are great about you um, that you think are great about you things that you like to do stuff that makes you feel confident and loved yeah. and then imagine that you're breathing out your your fears and your insecurities and even moments in time where you didn't feel like you were being loved by yourself. Let me, let me TLDR this. Breathe in self-love. Breathe out self-doubt. Yeah. That's all you're doing. That's really right? good. Breathe in self-love. Breathe, breathe out, out self-doubt. Self there you go. Very now, simple. continue doing that for as long as you like. Make that a button. You should make that a button. We're making buttons! Yeah. We're going to buy the stuff we're to make buttons, We're going to send buttons out to our Patreon Oh my God, too. we're going to do buttons uh, for the patrons. It's going to be great. We're going to make gonna so many so buttons. Cool. Maybe yeah. even shirts. Yeah. We're definitely going to do shirts. Yeah. We just got to figure it out. Sometimes so continue... all you get are desiccated bones. <laughs> I'm just saying. So I call this color breathing and I talk about it a lot it's something that I do literally every single day um and it helps me a ton uh and it doesn't mean that you need to know what the meaning of the colors are that sort of thing yeah, um, just what, whatever you color makes red you happy means a thing then red means a thing to you yeah that's how the mind works right yeah when you collapse the waveform you make it real and all of us are collapsing different waveforms mm -hmm. right man so like yeah so like for some people, red is anger, and for others, it's love, and for others, it's just, it's it's just that darkness on the inside but, because they don't think of black as yeah. a color. I mean, it's it's a thing where it's like it's different for all of us, and we just have to, as you know, as a group. Yeah. Again, I say this all the time, right? Um, that shit doesn't affect you, dog. Just let that motherfucker do whatever they want. <laughs> 
respect other people's so, shit. With back to the colors thing, it doesn't necessarily have to be like ah, I'm breathing in Tiffany Robin's egg blue, and it's I'm breathing out very specific brown. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and I'm breathing out Crayola burnt umber. You know, it's, it doesn't have to be like that. You can also think of like in with the cotton candy, out with the in with umber. the color of the sea. That one time I was there, that I yeah. found this like super cool shell, or in the color and feeling of the light in the forest after it rains yeah. you know it, it doesn't it can be as abstract or as definitive as you want that's the beauty of the color breathing so continue doing the color breathing as long as you like when you are done and you get out of your shower you get out of your bath try to extend that feeling that you have that calm meditative feeling where everything feels at peace and you feel like you are refreshed and reborn much like Aphrodite rising from the waters um, try to extend that feeling for as long as you can. Maybe that feeling goes until you get out of the shower and you dry off and then you're like, screw this day. Uh, but try to extend it longer and longer each time that you repeat this spell. So that is the ritual bath that you can do. Uh, and then I also have a quick candle spell for you guys. Candle spells are super easy and super fun to do because who doesn't like playing with fire? If you do it safely. <laughs> Dude, 12 times an episode. I, every time, I will tell you how to be safe with fire. Yeah. Be yeah. safe with fire. So, I have been burned I know. so many so, times. Don't do it. It's not good for you. Right? So take a candle, preferably one that is a color that is associated with Aphrodite. Uh, carve into it what you would like Aphrodite's help with. That can be however you want. You can create in a sigil. You're writing words on there. I'm just going to use self-love again. <clears throat> so you're going to type in self... You're going to in. You're gonna scratch in self-love or a sigil. You can do it in whatever language you want. Um, when you're carving something in, I highly recommend that you use a fine tip ballpoint or gel pen that you do not care about anymore. I have tried to carve things in to candles in many, many ways because I've been a witch for a long time and a big deal. Like a lot of things are carving symbols into candles. Yeah. Uh, and I've done it with like a pin and I've done it with like a knife and I've done it with like any conceivable possible thing you can think of. It is the easiest with a fine tip ballpoint or gel pen and that you just use that pen for that purpose forever. It doesn't write anymore. Yeah. Uh, she is 100% wrong. Okay, so, hey, they make a tool. It's like a little hexagon piece of steel in a straight line. And at the very end of it, they drill a tiny hole. At, like, the very tip, they drill a tiny hole tangential to the mode by which you would carve. And what it does when you, when you scrape it along a thing is it cuts into it, and then out of the back of it comes... Like a single I mean, that's cool goldfish all, poop string. But you know what I don't wax? have? So is you can one go zoop, zoop, zoop. They cost like probably five dollars. Yeah. Get one of those. Or a hot knife. Or just or use a, just, a ballpoint pen. Or guys. just listen, use a regular knife and then carefully do both sides of the V so that way you carve it out perfectly. As a whittler, and I know that, oh, that makes me gross. sound like an old man. But now fuck you guys. Progressive fuck you guys. I love whittling. It's so good. Oh my god. Okay. Get a knife okay. and whittle. So whittle, whittle a candle. Your intention into this candle. Uh, and then anoint <laughs> the candle with oil, aka put some oil on your fingers, rub that oil on the candle. Yeah. Uh, and then roll in dried rose petals or other dried flower petals. So you yep. take your oily candle, roll that. Um, let me tell you. Yeah. Dry, dry flowers. First of all, 
they're not that expensive. Yeah. Go to the store. Right we, we do. Dude, we buy flowers yeah. every single time we go to the grocery store. Mm -hmm. We buy flowers. Yeah. Uh, I, one, have a plant problem. Every time I see a plant that's pretty, I want to own it, and then inevitably I do, which is awful. Um, we have a lot of plants everywhere all We the spend time. as much on plants as we do in beer. Yeah, and um, I drink a lot. So, try drying your own petals. Um, cause the, Hang them I, upside down. Yeah. That's it. Um, Tie it with... Or you can also purchase them down. online. If you buy them in bulk, they're pretty inexpensive for the most part. Yeah. Um, so take your candle, place it into a fireproof container. And around the outside of the container, um, decorate with items that are corresponding with Aphrodite or that remind you of her. Plus, in front of you, directly in front of you in this candle thing, something that you can wear or carry with you every day or most days to um, imbue your Necklace, life with her essence. A bracelet, some I use earrings. pearl earrings. Yeah, earrings work. <clears throat> Just little If you have earrings. like a bracelet that you wear all the time, like this, I wear this all the time. <clears throat> Until this breaks, yeah. this is on my arm. Um, you know, put that in there, charge that up. Right. Same thing with if you if you got like a special necklace, or if you plan on making a necklace, um, do that with the beads. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah. Pretty good idea. Haven't done this yet. Vague, sort of, kinda, kinda. <laughs> I haven't done this yet, but in this specific way. But um, if if you do your own tattoo work, man, put some. You could do that put, too. Put your, put your um, ink bottles out there. You can also, there. if you are a, a jewelry work, person, you can also imbue an article of clothing yep. or a tchotchke to keep in your pocket, like a seashell yep. or a, a tiny piece of paper bag with of like herbs. a fun symbol that you decided yeah, to draw. Yeah, you can on do this it, with so. just about anything. So take the thing. Yeah. Take your totem, as it were, uh, and put it in front of you, and then light the candle and say, Aphrodite. Hear my call. Guide me to, and then whatever your action is. So guide me to loving myself more every day. Yeah. Uh, as I wear or carry or whatever this thing. So as I wear these pearl earrings, uh, I incorporate self-love into my life. So action. Um, and then repeat this as many times as you feel necessary. Now, that being said, you do not have to say this out loud. You can say this in your mind space. Yeah. You can say it out loud. You can whisper it. Whatever it dance, is you, you want to do. You want to do it in a different way. Yeah. Do the thing that feels good to you. Yeah. And then repeat this as many times as you feel necessary. So, um, baby witches, I'm sorry. But, like, you just kind of repeat it until you're like, yeah, that feels right. Yeah. Uh, or you have Whatever like a number, cool. like my favorite number is nine. So I tend to do things nine times, but I'm not always counting on this sort of stuff. Yeah. So once you feel that you have said that as many times as necessary, um, put out the candle. You don't necessarily want to want to burn that baby out. You want to save that juju for next time. Uh, and then redo this spell as often as you need to, to charge the item or remind yourself you of the goal or anything like that. Yeah. 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 All right. Okay. Hey, we're back. Uh, fucking correspondence is time. Yep. My favorite part. It's the best part. It's correspondence so, um, part. I hope you guys enjoy those spells. We're going to be hitting you with uh, some more of those. Yeah. We're going to try to, we're going to do uh, at least one spell or some shit. 
everything. Right? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna try. Yeah. It takes me a while to write that it's stuff. Post, down. post. So um, in those spells, I talked about correspondences. Yeah. Correspondi. So I'm just gonna go over the things that Aphrodite is known for, or that relate to her in several different categories. So okay. Aphrodite is mainly worshipped for love, for beauty, for pleasure, fertility, sex, the sea, uh, jewelry, art, and creativity. Um, animals that are sacred to Aphrodite are the dove. Um, a lot of her really, really old iconography shows her holding a dove yeah. uh, in front of her chest. Icon iconography? Yeah, that's what I said. Iconography? Um, that's also what I said. So, um, the dolphin... Tomato potato, guys. Yeah, the dolphin is also sacred to her, as is the swan, the pig, rabbits, uh, white male goats, don't ask why, uh, and shellfish, but not crabs. So, like, clams and shells, but not sea spiders. What about a lobster? Not that. Okay. Think of like think like abalone and like clams yeah, and I, shells yeah, I get and that, that one it's... that you like blow in and it goes woo. That one. A Those. snail? It's just a That's... sea snail. I mean, I guess it's got a it's got a name. Um, a sea snail. It's got a name that's not a sea snail. So um, those it? are the animals. <laughs> Colors associated with Aphrodite are uh, yellow, like her typically long yellow hair. Uh, pink, red, and sea green or sea blue. <clears throat> um, she is, um, she has, no, I'm going to start that sentence over. <laughs> The rocks associated the with rocks her. Associated I with I, her. Dude, I saw what was next and heard you start talking and was just like, what the fuck is happening right now? Are you going to name another color that's not written down? She's yeah. coming up with colors over here? She's coming up with yeah. colors. Hey, these are the rocks she's associated with. You can just say that every time. Yeah, it's cool. these are the rocks we she's know associated with. About. I don't know. It's just my my mouth was just like, brah, brah, brah. And my brain was like, what is happening? So um, these are the rocks that drugs. she was that she's associated with. Uh, so shells, um, rose quartz, adventuring. First, the first rock you said wasn't a rock. <laughs> What the fuck is happening right now? A shell is in a rock. Don't listen to the lies. <clears throat> so. Hashtag truth. Shells, rose quartz, aventurine, um, pearls, gold, and copper are all um, associated with Aphrodite. So foods. Uh, we got apples. Some of those rocks were rocks. <laughs> I'm considering them Only all like rocks. Only like two of them were crystals. They're all this is an rocks. This is an absurd pearl list. pearl is also a rock. I'm judging these so, correspondents. Um, the, the <laughs> so the foods associated with Aphrodite. Um, apples, pomegranates. I know everybody talks about Persephone and pomegranates. But pomegranates were like a, like a sexy time food in uh, Greece. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't, don't ask. Um, okay. Well, pomegranates, pomegranate seeds have some uh, like mild properties similar to birth control. Huh. Yeah. Okay. So that's part of it. But yeah, they're huh. considered like a sexy time food. Um, chocolate, of course, uh, and lettuce. Don't ask. Lettuce is hot. Lettuce is hot. Is there like a hot lettuce lady? Somebody on the internet do that. Rule hot 34. <laughs> I've summoned rule 34. Somebody figure that out. I feel like hot lettuce lady looks like the weed girls in um, 
Major Laser. Oh, it's already figured out. It's already figured I didn't, out. You guys didn't have to so, do anything. Never mind. Uh, herbs I associated my with uh, Aphrodite. We've got roses. We've got myrtle, myrrh, and limes. Yes, limes. I decided to put that in herbs and not foods. I don't know why. Um, it's because a lime is the thing that after you do the tequila shot, lime. I get it. <laughs> Ladies, little Aphrodite so, lime post tequila shot. Yeah. So if you're looking for an incense that fits Aphrodite, you can use frankincense or myrrh or any flowery or fruity type of scent. Like it's super open yeah. there. Yeah. Um, and other aspects. So, um, there are some other aspects of her that are like that I don't usually mention for correspondences, and that is her element. So Aphrodite's element is water. Her tarot card is the lovers. Her sacred day is Friday, um, or also the fourth of the month. That feels like a very arbitrary day, so I don't know why that is, but that's a thing. Uh, and she's also known for um, being sort of the patron goddess of perfumes and jewelry. Um, mirrors are related to Aphrodite, you know, because looking at yourself. Uh, and also girdles or um, corsets, I suppose you could probably um, do too. A corset and a girdle are basically the exact same thing. Yeah. Or at there, least so far as I'm aware. Yeah. There are, um, if you want to get really into it, there are a few aspects of Aphrodite as well. So the Greeks had um, Urania Aphrodite, which was um, about heavenly love. So that's like faith, your religion. Uh, there's Pandemos Aphrodite, who is like common love, like love between a man and a woman. That's definitely what it says. Um, and then there was Aphrodite... I feel like I, I feel like shots fired. I feel like shots fired. Yeah, um, I don't know why, yeah. but shots and, fired. And then there's Aphrodite area, which was the warlike um, aspect of Aphrodite. Go Sparta. Uh, <laughs> it's war love. Yeah. And then there's also other deities that are similar to, but not the same as Aphrodite. And some of these Aphrodite sort of merged with, and some of these... Um, she may have been born out of, like, you know, they may have morphed into her. Um, and that's Venus, Astarte, Ishtar, Inanna, the Vedic Hindu goddess Ushas. I am probably saying that Ushas. wrong. If so, I am very sorry. Uh, Hathor and Isis. So you've got a lot of, like, mother gods there. You could also look at Mother Mary. Uh, I'm sure there are others um, in the Christian side of things that yeah. you can uh, pull from there. Yeah. yeah. So that is your deep dive on Aphrodite, a.k.a. Julie tells us about Greek myths. Yeah. Yay, we're going to do more of that. Don't worry. It's going to happen more often. And if we want more on Aphrodite, there is more. We will talk about more. But either way, I have been John Norgrove. This has been Julie Norgrove. This is uh, the Horn and Cauldron podcast. Yep. And um, yeah, don't forget to like this video, comment below, share, subscribe, mm -hmm. do all that kind of stuff. If you're listening to us on a podcast service, thank you so much, our two listeners. Yeah, what's up? You guys are the best. You're the best around. Yeah. Uh, nothing's ever going to get you down. 
Yeah. <laughs> if you want to check us out on social media or any of our other presences, check us out at nerdjive.com. Yeah. You can also um, get onto our Patreon. Yeah. And patronize um, us on our Patreon. <laughs> patronize us on yeah. our Patreon. Listen, if you want to, if you want to pay me a couple of dollars a month and then just tell me I'm a piece of shit, like that's not going to make me sad. So, oh my gosh, I'm okay I with feel it. like if we were in a sitcom, I would have to say, but that's my job. And then the audience laugh track. Wow. I'm not happy now. You're welcome. I just lost happiness, um, guys. We don't live in a sitcom, so I wasn't going to say that. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening slash watching, and we'll catch you next time. Yeah, we don't know what we're doing next time, but we're going to do something dope, probably. Probably more deep dives. I'm uh, I'm I'm super into these. We'll see. We'll yeah, see. Yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe it'll be a maybe it'll be a I talk all the time one. Maybe we'll do runes or something. Ooh, I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to listen to me, right? I'm just I'm just a crazy guy in the corner. Who fucking cares? <laughs> but uh, yeah, you guys are awesome. Thank you, and we'll catch you guys on the flip side. Uh, peace out. <laughs>